Chapter 3.32 Part 9 of Personal Narrative of Travels to the Equinoctial Regions of America during the years 1799 to 1804. Volume 3 by Alexander von Humboldt. Translated by Thomasina Ross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 3.32 Part 9 B. Plains, Llanos, or Basins. In that part of South America, situated on the east of the Andes, we have successively examined three systems of mountains, those of the shore of Venezuela, of the Parima, and Brazil. We have seen that this mountainous region, which equals the Cordillera of the Andes, not in mass, but in area and horizontal section of the surface, is three times less elevated, much less rich in precious metals adhering to the rock, destitute of recent traces of volcanic fire, and, with the exception of the coast of Venezuela, little exposed to the violence of earthquakes the average height of the three systems diminishes from north to south from seven hundred and fifty to four hundred toises those of the culminant points maxima of the height of each group from thirteen fifty to one thousand or nine hundred toises hence it results that the loftiest chain with the exception of the small insulated system of the sierra nevada of santa marta is the cordillera of the shore of venezuela which is itself but a continuation of the andes Directing our attention northward, we find in Central America, latitude 12 to 30 degrees, and North America, latitude 30 to 70 degrees, on the east of the Andes of Guatemala, Mexico, and Upper Louisiana, the same regular lowering which struck us towards the south. In this vast extent of land, from the Cordillera of Venezuela to the Polar Circle, Eastern America presents two distinct systems, the group of the mountains of the West Indies, which in its eastern part is volcanic, and the chain of the Alleghenies. The former of these systems, partly covered by the ocean, may be compared, with respect to its relative position and form, to the Sierra Parima, the latter to the Brazil chains, running also from southwest to northeast. The culminant points of those two systems rise to 1,138 and 1,040 toises. Such are the elements of this curve, of which the convex summit is in the littoral chain of Venezuela. America east of the Andes, column 1, systems of mountains, column 2, maxima of heights in Toise, Brazil group, Iticolumi, 900, south latitude, 20 and one half degrees, Parima group, Duida, 1300, north latitude, 3 and one quarter degrees, littoral chain of Venezuela, Sia of Caracas, 1350, north latitude, 10 and one half degrees, group of the West Indies, Blue Mountains, 1,138, North Latitude, 18 and one-fifth degrees. Chain of the Alleghenies, Mount Washington, 1,040, North Latitude, 44 and one-quarter degrees. I have preferred indicating in this table the culminant points of each system to the mean height of the line of elevation. The culminant points are the result of direct measures, while the mean height is an abstract idea somewhat vague, particularly when there is only one group of mountains, as in Brazil, Parima, and the West Indies, and not a continued chain. Although it cannot be doubted that, among the five systems of mountains on the east of the Andes, of which only one belongs to the southern hemisphere, the littoral chain of Venezuela is the most elevated, having a culminant point of 1,350 toises, and a mean height from the line of elevation of 750. We yet recognize with surprise that the mountains of eastern America, whether continental or insular, differ very considerably in their height above the level of the sea. 
the five groups are all nearly of an average height of from five hundred to seven hundred toises and the culminant points maxima of the lines of elevation from one thousand to thirteen hundred toises that uniformity of structure in an extent twice as great as europe appears to me a very remarkable phenomenon no summit east of the andes of peru mexico and upper louisiana rises beyond the limit of perpetual snow Note, not even the white mountains of the state of new hampshire to which mount washington belongs long before the accurate measurement of captain partridge i had proved in eighteen o four by the laws of decrement of heat that no summit of the white mountains could attain the height assigned to them by mr cutler of sixteen hundred toises end of note it may be added that with the exception of the alleghanies no snow falls sporadically in any of the eastern systems which we have just examined from these considerations it results and above all from the comparison of the new continent with those parts of the old world which we know best with europe and asia that america thrown into the aquatic hemisphere of our planet is still more remarkable for the continuity and extent of the depression of its surface than for the heightened continuity of its longitudinal ridge beyond and within the isthmus of panama but eastward of the cordillera of the andes the mountains scarcely attain over an extent of six hundred thousand square leagues the height of the scandinavian alps the carpathians the mont d'or in auvergne and the jura Note the southern hemisphere owing to the unequal distribution of seas and continents has long been marked as eminently aquatic but the same inequality is found when we consider the globe as divided not according to the equator but by meridians the great masses of land are stinted between the meridian of ten degrees west and one hundred and fifty degrees east of paris while the hemisphere eminently aquatic begins westward of the meridian of the coast of greenland and ends on the east of the meridian of the eastern coast of new holland and the curlie isles this unequal distribution of land and water has the greatest influence on the distribution of heat over the surface of the globe on the inflections of the isothermal lines and the climateric phenomena in general for the inhabitants of the central parts of europe the aquatic hemisphere may be called western and the land hemisphere eastern because in going to the west we reach the former sooner than the latter it is the division according to the meridians which is intended in the text till at the end of the fifteenth century the western hemisphere was as much unknown to the nations of the eastern hemisphere as the one half of the lunar globe is to us at present and will probably always remain End of note. one system only that of the andes comprises in america over a long and narrow zone of three thousand leagues all the summits exceeding fourteen hundred toises high in europe on the contrary even considering the alps and the pyrenees as one sole line of elevation we still find summits far from this line or principal ridge in the sierra nevada of granada sicily greece the apennines perhaps also in portugal from fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred toises high note culminant points malhasen of granada one thousand eight hundred and twenty six toises etna according to captain william henry smith one thousand seven hundred toises monte corno of the apennines one thousand four hundred and eighty nine toises if mount tomoros in greece and the serra gaviera of portugal enter as is alleged into the limit of perpetual snow those summits according to their position and latitude should attain from fourteen hundred to sixteen hundred toises yet on the loftiest mountains of greece tomoros olympus and thessaly polyanos and Dolope, and mount parnassus 
Monsieur Poqueville saw, in the month of August, snow lying only in patches and in cavities sheltered from the rays of the sun. End of note. The contrast between America and Europe with respect to distribution of the culminant points, which attain from 1,300 to 1,500 toises, is the more striking as the low eastern mountains of South America, of which the maximum of elevation is only from 1,300 to 1,400 toises, are situated beside a cordillera of which the mean height exceeds 1,800 toises, while the secondary system of the mountains of Europe rises to a maxima of elevation of 1,500 to 1,800 toises, near a principal chain of at least 1,200 toises of average height. Maxima of the line of elevation in the same parallels. Andes of Chile, Upper Peru, Knots of the mountains of Porco and Cusco, 2,500 toises, Group of the Brazil mountains, a little lower than the Cévennes, 900 to 1,000 toises. Andes of Popayán and Cundinamarca, Chain of Guacas, Quindiu, and Antioquia, more than 2,800 toises. Group of Parima Mountains, little lower than the Carpathians, 1,300 toises. Insulated group of the snowy mountains of Santa Marta, it is believed to be 3,000 toises high. Littoral chain of Venezuela, 80 toises lower than the Scandinavian Alps, 1,350 toises. Volcanic Andes of Guatemala and Primitive Andes of Oaxaca, from 1,700 to 1,800 toises. Group of the West Indies, 170 toises higher than the mountains of Auvergne, 1,140 toises. Andes of New Mexico and Upper Louisiana, Rocky Mountains, and further west, the Maritime Alps of New Albion, 1,600 to 1,900 toises. Chain of the Alleghenies, 160 toises higher than the chains of Jura and the gates of Malabar. 1,040 toises. This table contains the whole system of mountains of the new continent, namely the Andes, the Maritime Alps of California, or New Albion, and the five groups of the East. I may subjoin to the facts I have just stated, an observation equally striking. In Europe, the maxima of secondary systems, which exceed 1,500 toises, are found solely on the south of the Alps and Pyrenees, that is, on the south of the principal continental ridge. They are situated on the side where that ridge approaches nearest the shore, and where the Mediterranean has not overwhelmed the land. On the north of the Alps and Pyrenees, on the contrary, the most elevated secondary systems, the Carpathian and the Scandinavian mountains, do not attain the height of 1,300 toises. Note. The Lomnitzer Spitz of the Carpathian is, according to M. Wallenberg, 1,245 toises. Snehatten, in the chain of Doverfeld, in Norway, the highest summit of the old continent, north of the parallel of 55 degrees, is 1,270. End of note. The depression of the line of elevation of the second order is consequently found in Europe, as well as in America, where the principal ridge is farthest removed from the shore. If we did not fear to subject great phenomena to too small a scale, we might compare the difference of the height of the Alps and the mountains of eastern America, with a difference of height observable between the Alps or the Pyrenees and the Mont d'Or, the Jura, the Vosges, or the Black Forest. We have just seen that the causes which upheaved the oxidated crust of the globe in ridges, or in groups of mountains, have not acted very powerfully in the vast extent of country stretching from the eastern part of the Andes towards the Old World. 
that depression and that continuity of planes are geological facts the more remarkable as they extend nowhere else in other latitudes the five mountain systems of eastern america of which we have stated the limits divide that part of the continent into an equal number of basins of which only that of the caribbean sea remains submerged from north to south from the polar circle to the straits of magellan we see in succession one the basin of the mississippi and of canada an able geologist mr edwin james has recently shown that this basin is comprehended between the andes of new mexico or upper louisiana and the chains of the alleghanies which stretch northward in crossing the rapids of quebec it being quite as open northward as southward it may be designated by the collective name of the basin of the mississippi the missouri the river st lawrence the great lakes of canada the mackenzie river the saskatchewan and the coast of hudson's bay the tributary streams of the lakes and those of the mississippi are not separated by a chain of mountains running from east to west as traced on several maps the line of partition of the waters is marked by a slight ridge a rising of two counterslopes in the plain there is no chain between the sources of the missouri and the assiniboine which is a branch of the red river and of hudson's bay the surface of these plains almost all savanna between the polar sea and the gulf of mexico is more than two hundred and seventy thousand square sea leagues nearly equal to the area of the whole of europe on the north of the parallel of forty-two degrees the general slope of the land runs eastward on the south of that parallel it inclines southward to form a precise idea how little abrupt are these slopes we must recollect that the land of lake superior is one hundred toises that of lake erie eighty-eight toises and that of lake ontario thirty-six toises above the level of the sea the plains around cincinnati latitude thirty-nine degrees six minutes are scarcely according to mr drake eighty toises of absolute height towards the west between the ozark mountains and the foot of the andes of upper louisiana rocky mountains latitude thirty-five to thirty-eight degrees the basin of the mississippi is considerably elevated in the vast desert described by mr nuttall it presents a series of small tablelands gradually rising one above another and of which the most westerly that nearest the rocky mountains between the arkansas and the paducah is more than four hundred and fifty toises high major long measured a base to determine the position and height of james peak in the great basin of the mississippi the line that separates the forests and the savannas runs not as may be supposed in the manner of a parallel but like the atlantic coast and the allegheny mountains themselves from northeast to southwest from pittsburgh toward st louis and the red river of natchitoches so that the northern part only of the state of illinois is covered with gramina this line of demarcation is not only interesting for the geography of plants but exerts as we have said above great influence in retarding culture and population northwest of the lower mississippi in the united states the prairie countries are more slowly colonized and even the tribes of independent indians are forced by the rigor of the climate to pass the winter on the banks of rivers where poplars and willows are found the basins of the mississippi of the lakes of canada and the st lawrence are the largest in america and though the total population does not rise at present beyond three millions it may be considered as that in which between latitude twenty nine and forty five degrees longitude seventy four to ninety four degrees civilization has made the greatest progress it may even be said that in the other basins of the orinoco the amazon and buenos aires 
agricultural life scarcely exists it begins on a small number of points only to supersede pastoral life and that of fishing and hunting nations the plains between the alleghanies and the andes of upper louisiana are of such vast extent that like the pampas of chocos and buenos aires bamboos ludofia miega and palm trees grow at one extremity while the other during a great part of the year is covered with ice and snow this is a continuation of the basin of the mississippi louisiana and hudson's bay it may be said that all the lowlands on the coast of venezuela situated north of the littoral chain and of the sierra nevada de merida belong to the submerged part of this basin if i treat here separately of the basin of the caribbean sea it is to avoid confounding what in the present state of the globe is partly above and partly below the ocean the recent coincidence of the periods of earthquakes observed at caracas and on the banks of the mississippi the arkansas and the ohio justifies the geologic theories which regard as one basin the plains bounded on the south by the littoral cordillera of venezuela on the east by the alleghanies and the series of the volcanoes of the west indies and on the west by the rocky mountains mexican andes and by the series of the volcanoes of guatemala the basin of the west indies forms as we have already observed a mediterranean with several issues the influence of which on the political destinies of the new continent depends at once on its central position and the great fertility of its islands the outlets of the basin of which the four largest are seventy miles broad are all on the eastern side open towards europe and agitated by the currents of the tropics note between tobago and granada st martin and the virgin isles puerto rico and st domingo and between the little bank of bahama and cape canaveral of florida end of note in the same manner as we recognize in our mediterranean the vestiges of three ancient basins by the proximity of roads scarpanto candia and Sarico, as well as by that of cape salero of sicily the island of pantelleria and cape bon in africa so the basin of the west india islands which exceeds the mediterranean in extent seems to present the remains of ancient dikes which join cape cotoche of yucatan to cape san antonio of the island of cuba note i do not pretend that this hypothesis of the rupture and the ancient continuity of lands can be extended to the eastern foot of the basin of the west indies that is to the series of the volcanic islands in a line from trinidad to puerto rico end of note and that island to cape tiburon of st domingo jamaica the bank of la vibora and the rock of serrania to cape gracias a dios on the mosquito shore from the situation of the most prominent islands and capes of the continent there results a division into three partial basins the most northerly has long been distinguished by a particular denomination that of the gulf of mexico the intermediary or central basin may be called the sea of honduras on account of the gulf of that name which makes a part of it and the southern basin comprehended between the caribbean islands and the coast of venezuela the isthmus of panama and the country of the mosquito indians would form the caribbean sea the modern volcanic rocks distributed on the two opposite banks of the basin of the west indies on the east and west but not on the north and south is also a phenomenon worthy of attention in the caribbean islands a group of volcanoes partly extinct and partly burning stretches from twelve to eighteen degrees and in the cordilleras of guatemala and mexico from latitude nine to nineteen and a half degrees i noticed on the northwest extremity of the basin of the west indies 
that the secondary formations dip towards southeast along the coast of venezuela rocks of gneiss and primitive mica slate dip to northwest the basalts amygdaloids and trachytes which are often surmounted by tertiary limestones appear only towards the eastern and western banks end of chapter three point thirty two part nine